This is a real forex journey, a fully documented journey on the path to success as a consistently profitable trader. Find out what I've done and been through to get where I am now. Fully transparent and no holding back. This is a real forex journey, so let's begin. Right guys, welcome to a real forex journey. My name is Latrilikov and today is the 12th of December 2019 and I wanted to talk about one thing that I remember my coach, Raquel, uh, he said it a long time ago and he hasn't really emphasised it too much and, you know, it's, it's, but it's always stuck with me. So, you know, it's just one of these small things that always sticks with you and to this day, it's always in my head and, you know, it's always there for me when I'm doing my, you could say, my analysis or my predictions mostly because this is what it's going to apply to. And by the title of this episode, I don't know what I'm going to title it. It's probably like uh, that little wick matters or I don't know. But what I want to discuss is the reaction of the market and your predictions. And end of the day, when we are actually making predictions, I don't care what you use, whether it's support and resistance, supply and demand, Elliott Wave, channels, flags, whatever, you know, however you trade, end of the day, we're calling two things, right? Buying pressure and selling pressure. Simple as that. And, you know, this goes for mainly for, you know, looking at zones to get involved in or target taking. And for me, what, again, that little tip that's always um, stuck with me is, look, if price just moves a little bit there, right? So let's say your target is at 1.3, right? Well, if, target, if price moves at 1.3, um just a little bit i don't it doesn't matter how much it doesn't have to be a full-blown reversal like you might have predicted right but if price just moves you was correct in your prediction and why is that right because realistically let's say we're looking to sell at that 1.3 level whatever level that is right and we're looking to sell well you're predicting selling pressure your prediction is that sellers will exceed buyers right you're predicting that likely buyers are taking some profits off so they're turning into sellers and sellers are getting involved right so you're likely to see some bearish move and that's what you're predicting however you don't really know how much of that move there is maybe you know there's not too many sellers interested maybe all the buyers are not taking off their profits there but as long as there is let's say like a red candle or a wick there right showing that there was interest and at some point price can uh, you know did get pushed down for me that's enough for me that's enough to be like i did a good prediction there now did it play out fully no but i was at least half right and these little things can you know build confidence now you might be thinking straight away oh that um you know, I see wicks every single, uh, you know, every single place. That means every single level was significant and I was probably right in like 99% of my predictions. Yes, but you might want to, obviously, you would have selected these levels accordingly, right? So it's a little bit more significant. A random wick, right? Or random, you know, lower, low, lower, close, whatever at any destination. It's just random. Like, it's just random. It doesn't really mean anything. It's not that significant. However, if it comes out, let's say, support resistance, it's much more significant. And the fact that you've probably predicted that is that nice little boost. And I know quite a lot of uh, people will get discouraged. Let's say, you know, they're, you know, they're waiting for a buyout support, right? And then price goes and it just goes straight through. And then they'll be like, okay, I didn't get involved. Or maybe they did, right? But then they're there like, oh, you know, my prediction was wrong. Well, you know, if you actually look closely, maybe price stood there for, you know, an hour or two, again, whatever your time frame is, whatever, you know, anything is, right? Price stood there, respected it. There just wasn't enough buyers. As simple as that. So you wasn't completely wrong in your prediction. And I feel like it's a very nice, cheeky way to actually improve your confidence. And it's something that I always look at, right? It's something that I'm a huge on. 
So, um, especially with target ones and target twos, right? So, as you know, probably I'm quite conservative in terms of my target taking. So, I would respect a lot of these minor, minor support and resistance levels. I don't care if it's on the five minute or on the sixty. I'll try and be in and out of a trade as quickly as possible. Risk, you could say risk free, but like, um, yeah, well, yeah, I wanted to be risk free. Uh, of course, but in a sense of, you know, just quick in and out. I don't want to be holding moves for hours. Well, hours is not too bad, like weeks and weeks and weeks. Or I don't want to be doing that. And, you know, sometimes like uh, like today, I'm in a trade right now on dollar card, right? I would have extended targets, right? So I'd have target one at a conservative level. Target two is a little bit more aggressive level. And if you hear a ping, right, which I'm really hoping for a ping because I don't think target two will hit. But it would be very nice to hit um, personally because it came two pips away from it. So it pissed me off. Um but if you hear a ping that that's where it will be and i'll have to like stop for like a second but um you know i'm looking at it target one's hit and what have we done after target one well instantly at that exact same level that i took my position of well we started getting red candles so i'm in a bank uh, position right some red candles some um, rejections to the upside some pullbacks some consolidation and what does that tell me Right, I predicted that selling pressure was right there. So was I wrong to, um, you know, let's say target two hits, right? Was I wrong to not take target one and, you know, I should have let it hit target two forever, man. Right, should I have done that? And my answer is no, because I want to be out of the market at the first uh, area of danger, right? I know that's one of, uh, that's one of my coach's philosophies, or again, kill the same one. And, um, you know, that's just my philosophy. I think Jason is uh, a little bit more aggressive with his, you could say, target taking and whatnot. But for me, as soon as there's a sign of danger, I want to be out. That's it. Like, I want my money locked in. If I'm in a risk-free trade, yeah, sure, maybe go for a little bit of a more of an extended target. But when it comes to locking in money, and that's how I think I will be, especially when trading, you know, millions of pounds, right, whatever. Um, you know, I'll be quite conservative because that's why I'm in nature in, in a sense of you know with my money i'm quite conservative yeah i want i can take risks but end of the day i want to lock in profits so for me it's always the case of you know every time i actually have hit target one and then had the target to extension i've um i think apart from that one time you know from my live trading again obviously in the past happens probably multiple times but maybe once or twice at most i've just gone straight through and hit target two right and you know and that, for me, that's a good sign. For me, that's a good sign of the just sorry of just identifying that opposite pressure that you're looking at in the market. And like I said, it's a huge confidence boost. Huge confidence boost because all of a sudden, right, from let's say you make a hundred predictions, right, and your predictions are it's going to go from here to here or from there to there, right, and you only get fifty of them right. All right, cool. But you know, for the other like twenty-five of the ones you got wrong, you you know, you still call that there was going to be the right amount of pressure there or the right uh, type of pressure there, i.e. buying or selling pressure. It's just that there wasn't enough for it. So maybe, uh, you know, it, it went like halfway through where your prediction wasn't then reversed, right? Why not? So all of a sudden, you know, rather than having the confidence of, oh, I make 50% of my uh, decisions all right, right? Yeah, you have this 75% of the confidence you could say i don't know how to describe it but again it's just confidence boost and look in trade we're trying to treat our psychology right is strategies there's millions of them right there's unlimited strategies i can tell you about rsi i can tell you about structure support resistance people can tell you about elliott wave channels flags whatever right and there's people that trade off the stars strategy is the easiest bit right strategy is the easiest bit and the main reason people fail is the psychology 
right why do people fail uh, psychology right little things like you know targets are a place where they don't believe will go right they think oh there's a support level just before it but i'll place it right under it because man right and then they'll get there and they'll take profits early all of a sudden they're taking all the profits early right psychological mistakes so if we can do this little thing right to help our psychology to help our confidence because it's all part of it right it should improve our trading and again this is not going to directly improve your trading in the sense of oh my god like uh, i'm going to take much better targets now right it's more of a right do you know what i wasn't fully wrong here i can learn something maybe let's see why there wasn't enough selling pressure or buying pressure here but i wasn't completely wrong and it's just that overall confidence is high and we know we need confidence to execute trades and just stay consistent so a little bit of a different episode and we still haven't heard a thing which means that trade is still consolidating and it's probably going to break even it's going to piss me off ah but um yeah that's it for today hope you enjoyed and look my way of sharing my value is simple just through my experiences and you know i understand my psychology my mind quite well and you know i'm hoping to translate that you could say experience and knowledge onto you it's not so much of the you shouldn't do this as a trader you shouldn't do that obviously i'll still do them lessons but if you actually take a deep look into all my messages they're all very psychological and you know that's something i've learned about myself so hope you enjoyed as always and yeah in a bit Ooh.